Hello, hello, and welcome. Welcome to Generating X. I am G. Cope. It's your man, C. Rob. And we are here today. And what we're going to do, I guess, we had a few fun episodes in a row, so we're going to get a little bit more serious on, on this episode um, and talk a little bit. I guess it's all tied into education. Um, and so C. Rob had a question earlier today, so we decided to discuss it about prisoners. Is it? Is oh, yeah. It, tell, tell us what, what, what your thoughts were. Well, I was last week, maybe shoot my boys, maybe it was even earlier this week. No, it was last week, actually. I'm listening to some shows, man, and they're talking about uh, reforming uh, the why you in jail, uh, rehabilitation center. You know, is it is it working? Right. You know, a lot of guys are coming back out, females as well, um, still uh, going back to jail. Right. After they serve their time. Right. Um, so a question came up like, hey, if you are able to get education while you're in school, I mean, while you are incarcerated, say you achieve your bachelor's degree. And I'm sure that's still going on right now. Like, cats can still go to get education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can still get education. Not, not saying that you were there before, man, but I figured you would know. man. <laughs> <laughs> So cats are getting, you know, getting their bachelor's degrees. Some of them mm -hmm. are even getting master's degrees. In addition to those are learning trades and skills. So the question is, can your time be reduced? Right. Or should your time be reduced if you achieve a degree while you're in jail? Say, for instance, you're looking at 12, 15 years for whatever. Mm -hmm. you, you go to school while you're in there, you're on good behavior. Sit your time and then get your education. Should your time be reduced, maybe five years, four years, right. um, as you're showing um, that you're ready to go back into society. Um, you can't market yourself. I don't know how, you know, certain jobs may not pick you up because of the, uh, the incarceration and whatnot. But what's your thought about? reducing time if an uh, inmate achieves an education, like gets a degree, bachelor's, master's, associates, say for instance, say if you get an associate's degree, you knock off two years. Right. Your time. Get a bachelor's degree, knock off four years. Get a master's degree, knock off maybe six or seven years. Right. What's your thoughts about that, man? So now you know who you're talking to, brother. You're talking I know to, who I'm talking to a man who started out as a, as a defender of the people's a defender the people's brother, defense attorney. Right. So, so you know there's a soft spot always in there because I've seen situations where people ended up somewhere that they necessarily wouldn't have been with the proper support. Um, I, I agree with that premise as a whole, meaning because it's my my jail the justice system, prison, as we want to call it. To me, it should be, they promote it as it's supposed to be rehabilitation, but it's really not. It's incarceration and that's all it is. It should be rehabilitation. And part of that rehabilitation is getting your education. Um, and I think someone who puts in the time, whether to get the GED, whether it gets to, uh, you know, college degree, master's, whatever it is, that should go towards almost like good behavior, you know how good behavior kind of like that and take some time. To now, I, do, I will say this, it depends on the offense. Are, are, if they're not a violent offender, definitely. If they are a rape, but if they're a violent offender, not so sure about that one. If they're a rapist, a murderer, someone you take someone's life, I know there's like circumstances to everything. You know, like a fight in a bar, two dudes get in a fight, somebody gets killed. Look at every circumstance, but somebody who's just going out there shooting people, somebody's going out there stabbing people, somebody who's going out there just raping women, you know, whatever it is, those people have to serve their, their time. You know, a college degree is not going to help that. That right there, I think mental health should come into play. They need therapy because you can't put a rapist in jail, you know, for 15 years and expect him not to come out raping again because while he's in prison, the way the prison system is, he's probably raping or getting raped every day. So that's entrenched. That behavior is entrenched into his mind. Um, but I do think, yeah, 
we should be a system of rehabilitation. We should be able to take people and integrate them into society. Um, you know, like they have the halfway houses. Maybe you, you start out with, with your degree and say you finish your, your high school diploma, right? You get that education. Your time is getting shorter. They take some time off. You get into a halfway house and you work on your college degree. And then you get released, you know, you get your college degree and you get released like that. I think there's ways that you can integrate people back into society um, productively. And as far as, as getting hired, there are people who hire uh, felons and, and reintegrate them in society. I, they, there's a guy, um, I, he's of Asian descent, but he has a company. And basically that's what he does. He hires people who come out of prison. And they were saying how well his program has gone and his business thrives because he puts trust in them. They feel finally somebody that trusts me and they work hard to prove not only to him, to their family, to society, that, hey, I can be a part of this thing and, and do it. So, you know, that, that's how I kind of feel on, on that issue um, with the education. Now, there are gonna be some people who just go to school just to get their time off and then go right back out in the street. They just wanna get out, you know what I mean? So you, you have to, figure out who's who in those situations. Yeah, I feel, and uh, we gotta welcome JT to the set. Welcome, um, sir. Just to, just to catch you up, JT, we're talking about rehabilitation in our judicial system. Should your time be reduced if you um, make the, the choice to, to achieve a degree? You know, it could be associate, it could be a bachelor's, it could be a master's degree. Should your time be reduced um, definitely on good behavior. Um, in addition to good behavior, um, to me, if you're going to school, you you know, while you're in, in, incarcerated, you have a plan and a goal where you want to be clean. So you want to get out as soon as possible. You know, so Cope just laid down his, uh, this is right up his alley. So he laid down his opinion about it, where he said he thinks in, in certain situations, yes, um, this can't happen. And it probably should happen. Um, what's your thoughts, man? So I work with the reentry community a lot. And you're talking about like a degree in business, degree in hustling, you know, whatever the case may be. There's some people say that they can get more educated, be better, more productive on the streets. And which is true because here's the thing. You got a lot of people that are reentry and they, they're good people, smart people, people that have skills. Not everybody is an ignorant thug that gets locked up. And there's also a difference between state incarceration and federal incarceration. And a lot of times your federal incarceration as the white collar crimes, where you got the really smart people, not always, but majority. And the state crimes are more like your small time, but big within the state criminals that go to your state prisons. Now with the Wisconsin system, they've got a program that works with apprenticeship. And a lot of these guys not only can get like their GED, HSED, and other skills, but they also get an apprenticeship while they're incarcerated. The messed up thing though here in Wisconsin is that, let's say dude has 15 years. His last two years, he's working with this company in Green Bay or Wapaka, or Warsaw, and he's doing really good, and his apprenticeship is paying off. Well, you know what happens when he gets released? He's got to go back to the city where he came from. So while he was making, uh, you know, uh, a livable wage in that community as an inmate, once his time is up, he has to go back to the city he came from. Now, there's not many resources in place to help that person relocate back to where that employer was so that they can continue their life there. The thing that would be good about that is that, A, you can release them to the city where they're working at. B, that keeps them out of an environment that got them there in the first place. And then this way, too, you can start building those fatherhood relationships if, that, if that's, you know, they got kids. You can start building those other marital or whatever relationships that you need to build 
the family relationships you need to build. And now that you're stable and making a living wage, you can do better. But a lot of times what happens is these guys get these skills, they come back to the city. Not every employer is as forgiving in certain fields where they may have got their skills at. So now they have this skill and they know they were making money and now they can't do it here in the city. So if they can't get a job here in the city, then where do they get the money to relocate? You see what I mean? So we give you enough to make you successful, but we put you back in an unsuccessful situation once you're done with us. And that's been one of the biggest problems going on in the prison system, not only here in the state of Wisconsin, but also nationally. The prison system is a private organization and they about money. So if you're getting paid to house inmates and then you connect with employer and the employer gets to use this labor, right? You got, you got trained, you skillful. And so the person next to you is taking home $30 an hour. You probably making technically $5 an hour. The pay shows the same, but the rest is going to your restitution, fines, other things that's going on. So you really maybe only bring it home $5 an hour. But yet, once all that's paid off, you can be at that $30 an hour. The only messed up thing is, is that, like I said, once that time is up, they lose that opportunity, have to go back into an environment which is not successful for them, which got them caught up in the first place. So therefore, you have that cycle which goes on within our community, which is unfortunate. But I will say that I know from federal and state, a lot of minorities, Latinos and African-Americans who got their own business going now, who started their own stuff, who was able to get out, get educated and start their own businesses from selling hair to trucking, to helping other people coming out of the prison system getting themselves set up and getting employed, trained and employed and getting on with their lives. So that's my little thing about it right there. More than a little, man. You said a lot, actually. You said a, a great deal. Hey, do y'all think um, at some time and point, you you learned your skill, got your education, um, possibly from, from, from jail, um, you, you productive in the community and society. Um, do you think at a point you're your record should be sealed so you can obtain uh, so, adequate employment. So a lot of states have laws where you can only go back seven years as far as background check, except for there's a national registry for violent offenders, sex offenders, murderers, things like that. That's always going to pop up on your background for employers. So most states follow that seven year, we can only go back seven years type thing. So if, if your crime was seven years ago, eight years ago, say you stole a car eight years ago, it's not going to show up on that background. Okay. Um, so they have tried to monitor that. Um, but unfortunately, there are, when you have mom and pop shops, they don't use that seven year. They don't use companies like Hire Right, things like that. That have to follow that. They'll use some other background check, and that those will go all the way back from the time you're 18, and so those pop up too. So in essence, they're violating the law, you know. But then they don't hire the guy, you, you, you or girl. You you don't you don't know. So so there are, you know, mechanisms that can help people, you know. If, if the crime was long enough ago, not being a violent crime, not being a, you know, sex crime. And to talk about another aspect, 53206 here in Wisconsin is the most highly incarcerated zip code in the country. There's even been documentaries about it. Mm. Wisconsin prison system is totally unbalanced. So you can say that an 18 to 25 year old in the state of Wisconsin 
25% of them have spent at least one night in jail. Mm-hmm. Think about those statistics. And you tag somebody with something, what does that do for their future opportunities or employment? So now you're at a point where your baby, baby boomers and others are retiring. You got a younger generation that ain't trying to do that stuff. They ain't trying to get their hands dirty. They ain't trying to do this or do that. They don't know nothing about loyalty. But you have a person who has a skill set or got taught a skill set who can help your company. So now you're in a situation. Therefore, you're going to have to eventually pick somebody that's got a background issue in a state like Wisconsin, especially trying to have some diversity, especially trying to have some loyalty, if you're trying to have a skill set and be successful because that's who's gonna help your business out because they're trying to do better. So we have things that got put into place where now you get tax credits, now you get bonuses, you know, now, now you get all these other little things if you hire somebody from this community to help your business and bring them on board. And the longer you keep them, the bigger the tax cut is. Mm, so there's some incentive there then. There's some incentive there. But you're at a point now where they're even starting to funnel some of the apprenticeship programs and pre-apprenticeship programs in the prison system itself, since the trades are a little more lax on people having felony criminal convictions in the workplace. Because a lot of times if you're on a construction site, so to speak, you're not around children or people who they would consider vulnerable that you can take advantage of. So therefore they see a person has a skill set, they're in the prison, you're gonna get out in two years, we're gonna put you in a pre-apprenticeship two years. You have, but again, they may not continue to work in the same city where they're incarcerated at because it's about that money. I'm gonna send you X amount of people from Milwaukee to your prison. I'm gonna send you X amount of people from Milwaukee to your prison. I'm Because that's where the dollar signs is but they still have an opportunity to gain a skill, get educated. And sometimes that can lead to getting released early. I will say that. All right, so both of you all have some knowledge and background. What's the percentage ballpark figure? I'm using ballpark figure or the term ballpark since opening day started. Opening day today. <laughs> What's the percentage of, of, of those individuals who are released that end up back in the in the system? Due to due to like lack of uh employment. Some some folks, you know, admittedly if so I'm not mistaken. Just bad. I think it's two out of three end up right right back in. Two out of three. So that's what 66%. Yeah. Two thirds. Okay. But it has reduced in Wisconsin over the past seven years, seven to eight years, because they actually did programming and things that got approved by, surprisingly, our state government (laughs) to help reduce recidivism in the reentry community. And you understand like our communities, business owners in certain areas, like I said before, are getting labor for pennies on the dollar as they would pay someone else. So therefore, as a legislature, if you hit my pocket, yeah, I'll approve this plan so you get some cheap labor. Mm-hmm. All right, out of, that, out of that 66%, how many, what's the percent of just cast that just, just rotten? They just can't help, they just committing crimes even if they get put in a, in a better situation with some employment or whatever opportunity, what's that percentage? You know, if you, if you know, um, off the top of your head, like what, what's that? Just, they you, just you, rotten and hey man, they, we can't really help them right now. You, it's really a low percentage out of that. And I would say, even if that percentage, let's just say randomly ballpark, if that percentage is like maybe 15%, you gotta understand 50% of that has mental health issues that haven't been addressed previously or lack of education issues due to lack of opportunities. 
So those are some things and just even generational, generational gangsterism, if you want to call it that, or, you know, this is what I know. This is what my granddad did. This is what my daddy did. This is what I'm going to do. You want to call it generational hustling, whatever the case may be. You always still have that aspect because some people want to live up to that and not want to change. They want to carry on a different tradition. We've been taught to carry on like a more acceptable professional tradition. But if all we knew when we grew up was hustling, what's our tradition? What's our legacy? It's hustling. They don't all been locked up. It's like sometimes you say, hey, my granddad was a cop. My dad was a cop. I'm going to be a cop. My granddad went to the service. My dad went to the service. I'm going to go to the service. My granddad was a hustler. My dad was a hustler. What'd you I'm a do? hustler, baby. Just want you to know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. We, hey, we don't want to hear that no more, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we're just products of our environment. Sorry, right. Babe, shout out. Exactly. And, just, and, and, and what we, society, the world has to realize something that my eyes were open to long ago. It's a business, baby. Putting people in jail, keeping people in jail is a business. Imagine if we cut the prison system even in half, right? By helping with education and giving people equality and a fair shot. Because a lot of people go to prison because they're desperate. They're in, they have lack of education, exactly. lack of food, lack of yeah, yeah. They're if trying it's to about survive. survival. If it's right, about survival, right, right. if you, gotta, you need a place to stay, something to eat. Yeah, even the drug addicts get into it because they're in a poor neighborhood. They're, what else am I going to do? They start to get the drugs. They got to feed the habit. They rob, they steal, whatever. If you cut that prison system in half, think of how many attorneys, judges, corrections officers, probation and parole officers. It, the human body in prison feeds so many industries. Even in Colorado, they use prisoners for the salmon farmers. These are the people yeah. taking care of and raising salmon in, in Colorado. So it, it's, and it, it's all over. You know, there's the old adage of prisoners making license plates, you know, everybody. But it's far beyond license plates. There's so many things that prisoners are assigned to do, making eight cents a day. 13th Amendment, slavery is abolished, except right. for prison. That's the only thing. Yes, sir. Watch that documentary, The 13th. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't oh, yeah. already. We've all, we've all seen it. Yeah, yeah you know. Just to circle back to the original question, yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a big proponent of somebody got potential. They we've all went to school, man. We know how much time and effort and work that goes in and discipline that goes into reading some chapters and, 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 and writing papers or doing some kind of algebraic or calculus problems or whatever um, the education may be. Um, and in my opinion, and I know if you're in jail, you got 15 years, some folks are like, well, shit, I ain't had anything else to do, but I can just go get an education. But to me, uh, my mentality would be like, hey, um, and thank, thank goodness I've never been incarcerated like that. Hey, let me, let me, let me get this degree and let me get back out to society because I don't want to end up back here. Because when you go to when you go to jail for a significant period of time, your whole family goes to jail. If it's yeah. your wife, your kids, your parents, your siblings, they all go to jail because they all feel a part of that. You know, if it's trying to put money on your books, coming out to see you, trying to make sure they make it to all your court dates, and be supportive of you, to make sure you're still keeping a positive mind um, so you don't end up being institutionalized. So I'm, I'm a proponent, like, hey, we are... Most of us deserve a second chance. I've had my second chances in, in, in a variety of different um, scenarios and occasions. Uh, we all deserve a second chance. And there are some folks that just, they belong in jail, unfortunately. And Cope had pointed some of that, that, those type of people out earlier. They just belong in jail when um, they can keep feeding, uh, feeding uh, the private system. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a 
proponent of giving somebody a second opportunity, especially if they display some good behavior. Um, they're showing they can mentor other cats in jail. Um, if it's being a tutor or just talk to some young cats who come in there, because you know how the young cats come in, they yeah. more hot-headed. You know what I'm saying? They more hot-headed and whatever. They think it may be cool. Somebody who's been in there 15 years, like, hey, brother, this is not cool. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you got kids, if you got a young kid that's three years old, when you go in and you getting out 15, 20 years later, you know, and, and as men, we need to be there for our kids. Um, I don't care what your race is, but definitely black man, speaking from black man, we need to be there for our kids. So I'm in favor of that, man. I'm in favor. If the opportunity is there and you got somebody willing to snatch that opportunity, you know, give them that chance to show um, how they can be an asset to society. Yeah, education is key. Education is key for a lot. And so on that topic of education, unfortunately, children, it's almost like they're in prison now. And I say that because my daughter left her ID at school. So I had to drive it in the morning to, to get it. They have to carry ID, first of all, to walk around their school. Um, That's a damn shame. Right? So I go to the school. I got a buzz, hold the door, and they open it almost like a prison. You go in there, they're behind glass, behind the doors. Visitors can't get into the doors. It's because of school shootings. One just happened, Nashville. See, Rob, you had a question about that. What was your question about that? Yeah, man. You know, just watching some of the videos. And this, this, we're getting immune to it, to be honest. Yeah, It's like, man. oh, there's another school shooting. Yeah. There's another mass shooting at a school. You know what? You know, kids definitely are future. Um, my son is older now. He's in college. So he's not. He's still vulnerable because they're shooting up colleges now, too. But just this last situation um, that happened in Nashville, where the uh, the shooter came in, loaded up, strapped up, ready to go, shot the doors down, broke the glass, walked right in the building, and started trying to hunt people down. It's obvious that we're not passing gun laws like the way we're supposed to. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's so. To me, in my opinion, and it may change 10, 15, 20 years from now, but recently in these last handful of years, nothing has changed in my opinion um, when it comes to folks getting their hand on guns. Um, what can we do better to protect our kids that's in the school buildings, man? You all have, oh, oh. you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was gonna say, just stop, stop that thought right now. Think about what you just think about what you just asked, right? And it got me thinking when you sent out the text earlier and you put how to improve safety in schools to minimize casualties during school shootings. Like we're hopefully in, eliminate. I put minimize, hopefully eliminate. Like we're in Afghanistan or something. Think about what you're saying. Think about what we're saying. Think about how that thought is. What can we do? to eliminate or minimize casualties, children being slaughtered in schools. There's only one, one thing we can do. We need to get rid of these damn guns, man. It don't matter. Like you can say all these things, you can put all these resource officers because they had resource officers in Uvalde and nobody wanted to get involved. They had a resource officer in, um, in, 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 Parkland, in Parkland and he, he ran away. You can do all these things. You can have locked doors, buzz doors, Uvalde wasn't the door left open. You can have all these things in place. But there's only one thing that's going to eliminate that. Guns. Get rid of the guns. But no other country. No, I know, but it's because the money. To this in a future episode, I'll have it ready. How capitalism has been to America. Because uh -huh. these Republicans, some Democrats, are forward. But do you know what an AR style of body absolutely ridiculous did you see the video of nashville the police walking through the hallway and there's dead kids laying on the floor what the what and don't i mean I, but think about these teachers who their lives as well so right. 
in addition to the school, I mean, in addition to the kids, teachers and staff are losing lives too. They have, you right. know what I'm saying? So, and it, but it's not even just the lives lost. It's seeing the person that was next to you getting their head blown off as, and you're only four years old. How do you carry that through for the rest of your life? Lifelong PTSD. Yes. And they're, they're so and they just want to bring up mental health, yeah. but yet they don't vote yes on mental health bills. You know, it, it's it's crazy because it's grown men and women who go through something where the person next to them in a in a desert gets their head blown off or or the Humvee gets blown up and they can't they can't function for for, for the rest of their life. How are we expecting children to function like that? And all we shoot out is thoughts and prayers. Get that bullshit out of here. Until we get rid of the guns, until the greed in this country stops because people are getting paid, or until, God forgive me, because I said this the other day, and God forgive me, until the senators and the House are in one place and somebody comes in and chops their ass down or walks into one of their children's school, like one of those private schools in Washington where all their kids are and chops their ass down, you ain't never gonna have no, until it affects them directly, we ain't never gonna have that ain't no. ain't gonna happen. They, got, they still gonna be taking Christmas pictures with them and their kids guns and, guns. and shit, yeah. So and my then, thing, then you go back to like what I said earlier with the prison employment program. If you're going to hit my pocket, I'm going to hit your pocket, right? So that's the same with the gun industry. Other thing is, too, we got to ask this question. Why does a civilian need a weapon of war? People don't even deer hunt with AR-15s. You know why? Because it'll destroy the, the deer. Your yeah, food. it'll destroy the deer. So just imagine what it do to a kid body. If a deer is like 200 pounds and a kid is 97 pounds, what do you think that bullet and that rifle going to do to that kid? And you know it ain't just going to be one hit because ain't none of the shooters that good. But you can continue to buy things. And, and here's the thing. The person had did have some mental health issues, but they were able to buy seven guns. And they came strapped. And... Within that time frame that they bought the guns, if you had red flag laws, that would be a red flag. Somebody buying that many guns at that they age for that time. amount of time. So, therefore, when it comes down to it, there's a good video um, that you showed on Twitter where it was questioning all those Tennessee Republicans. Yeah. And nobody had time. Nobody want to answer no questions, this right. and that. You even got it here in Florida, in, in, in uh, D.C., where you guys want to talk about public urination in D.C., and you want to talk about banning books and this and that. I like what the one dude said, uh, uh, but it starts with an M. From Florida, he said dead kids can't read. Exactly. Dead kids can't read. You're trying to ban books, but dead kids can't read. That Now, that right there needs to say, hey, let's wake up. No, and then and then you got the other kid, chick who spending taxpayer dollars doing cartwheel races with her kid down the hallway when she didn't even got enough evidence to do an argument against a person, a witness, in a hearing that they sponsored, and then she has an outburst later on in that same hearing, and people started laughing at her because the lady wasn't even talking to her; she's talking to the witness. Do you have anything to add about public urination in D.C.? Because it seems to be an issue and they've got bigger things going on, but this seems to be an issue. And she goes, yes, I have something. She's like, I'm not talking to you. This is not your time. I'm talking to it. So you got idiots who don't know how the government work. They know how the government work. They know how the government works. Pay me and I will block everything you want me to block. That's how the government right. works. They, they know the money end of it, but they that's don't how know, the government works. They don't it, know how it's supposed to work. You talk all it, this constitution and, and all this other shit, because I'm about to get a little irritated. But <laughs> until 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 everyone realizes that all this democracy, this voting, this all this bullshit they've been shoveling up your ass to give you hope is complete bullshit and it's run by the money, it's run by the motherfucking money. That's all it is. That all of them, Democrats, my, like that's why there needs to be. You're gonna get me started on this rant. That's why there needs to be term limits. Joe Manchin, Chuck Schumer, 
Nancy Pelosi old ass. All these old motherfuckers on both sides. Joe Biden. None of these people. None of these people should be in government right now. The reason why they're in government because they get fat and they get rich because they have access to the stocks that are going to go up, that are going to go down. They tell their families they get rich. It's you know. Like there's no way somebody with with a high without a high school education and got a fucking GED should go from like a hundred thousand dollars of net worth to being worth eleven million in two years. Uh, wait, wait, a couple things there. Um, Ogre really didn't earn her GED because after the fourth time they just gave it to her. They like, just gave it like, to her. So participation yeah, trophy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim Jordan, who's in charge of uh, the committee on like ethics and other things, never passed a bar in any state. No. So he's getting his ass handed to him every day. So you got these village idiots because you had the biggest village idiot who got voted president over Hillary because of over some stupid stuff. Now he's the biggest village idiot. So now more idiots is like, what they say? Uh, you you unleash the asylum. Because right. <laughs> so, going back to what you were saying, Cor, when um, Connecticut, Newtown, when Newtown happened, right? And they just washed their hands. There's nothing we can do about it. Right there, there's no hope for no gun law. Well, okay, then. They're so, not trying to save the kids. Sandy then what Hook. can we do as a society, as a community, as a country? We know no gun laws are going to get passed, man. It's, it's no obvious. Democrat. What 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 can we do about securing <laughs> about securing these, these these schools, man? No Democrat. I mean, do we like should should somebody be able to just blast through a couple of doors and walk right in the building? But our kid, what can you do? Is what happens at we my secure, We got to secure these schools. Up. I I can remember a time even back in the day, like we went we went to school. We all went to school together. We didn't have uh. A security system to have to walk through, like we're going through the airport or anything like that. However, we at the basketball guy. games, at the basketball games, we did. They had to pat mm -hmm. us down and that's make sure. for people who don't go to the school though, from outside the outside world. So I'm just thinking it gotta be something in place to secure these buildings to make Look, it we had, more difficult if it's more cameras around where you can have somebody surveying, like okay, we got but now you got, got them living a prison lifestyle. Well, it's either that. I'm not saying I'm not saying every door. Um, in, in a sense, you looking at it from that aspect. I'm looking at it from saving some so, lives. Though, man. The children suffer. You can't go outside for recess. We're gonna get to that that point. The I'm children like, suffer. The children suffer when when the people what can make, we do that are supposed to help people that are elected to help the people aren't helping anyone. What can we do to save their lives, man? If I know the I know the gun thing. This is what we can do. No, this is what we can do. Enact term limits. There needs to be more than two parties because the, our government is inefficient and it, it works as it's supposed to work to keep the top 1% at the top. Because the top 1% either don't send their kids to school. How can we secure these schools though, man? Over it ain't all George Soros. How can we secure these schools, man? On a on a real, I understand about voting. Georgia They've done everything they can. They a have different party. They have but should office. somebody be able to blast through a door? But who's blasting through doors? Again? Nobody's blasting through doors. That's what she did. That's what the um the shooter the other day um did. Yeah, she shot. She shot through the door. That's a church the doors though. Locked. She shot through. What, what you what you what you get? I understand private is different than public. That that's a church, right? So I, it don't have like what my girls school have. What what you know, other schools have, it's a church. A church is open to the peoples. It's not gonna have too much locks and doors and things like that. Now the doors is locked. She which by the way, which through. by the way, which by the way, they wanna talk about because a person's transgender, uh, it's a religious hate crime. Where was this same enthusiasm when old boy, uh, uh, Ruth church went in South Carolina? South Carolina and killed nine people in the church. Where was this religious hate and all this other stuff then? Where was we the prisoner treatment outrage and how the facilities were when they went on their field trip? Because they went to a federal prison where um, people have access to yoga, yeah. um, acupuncture, and other <laughs> things. Reading, TV, everything. Man. Uh, they got tablets. 
to watch movies and text counseling, they get counseling or everything. See, because because the prisoners not look like them. See, when the prisoners are like us, who gives a fuck? When the prisoners are like them, we concerned about the conditions. And then this stupid bitch got the nerve to get on TV and be like, they must have just cleaned it out really good and repainted it. And then in it, see, your dumbass, you know, the difference between a federal prison and a state prison and a local jail. Because federal prisons are like resorts. Not all federal prisons, brother. Not all. But in comparison, in comparison, there's a difference. What kind of federal? They're in a federal prison in D.C., which is a little bit different than a federal prison in Kentucky, as in Lexington, Kentucky. (laughs) Touche. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little bit different. <laughs> See the one up here was constantly too bad, but the one down there flexed the ticket, right? Um, jump down, turn around, big and big. But yeah, his question—it's a question that shouldn't even be entertained. It shouldn't be. It's always the onus is always put on adding more things to restrict the children in the schools when it should yeah. be just get rid of the damn guns because no other country on earth has this. The, the party that is against big government supposedly is trying oh, to be big brother more than anything. The pro-life party don't care. Don't care. Care about the kids till they born. Somebody said you should say that these, these are um, very late term abortions and maybe they'll make a law to save kids. Yeah, right? So crazy. I, I had to step away for a hot minute. Oh. Um, but I was trying to listen in. Do we not have any answer other than better gun laws and voting? Yes, that's the answer. Because it don't matter how many. I mean, in a time, in a time, in this time being right now, in the present, I know we got a huge elections coming up on Tuesday, April 4th. I think it's April 4th. Yeah. Huge, huge elections coming up. So definitely make sure you go out there and, and, and serve your, your, your country properly and get out there and vote. Is making national like attention. Tomorrow, man. What can we do tomorrow, man, and make these school buildings more secure, man? Nothing. So people just can't walk in that MF ain't, and ain't start blasting could, people away, man. Ain't nothing you could do this tomorrow. Is not, this is not common, dude. We cannot, we can just not. But it is, and, see, it is common. That's you know the problem. It is common. It's common. But it's, only, up, it's only common in common anywhere else in the world. And I told you, I think I I told you the story of, because I watch uh, soccer, English, and my team, Arsenal, is my team, and every year they dress in all white. And they dress in all white to stop the violence for teens in London, because there were 14 deaths by knife in London. Only 14. Oh, that happened in in a day here, man. But but to them, that's too much. To us... That's, we'll probably take that in a heartbeat. Hey, you you worried about TikTok, but you ain't worried about Facebook or Twitter? Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. If, if you if you really think about it, because you, you're so hypocritical, you think that TikTok is a bigger issue than gun violence in this country. You think that Hunter Biden's laptop is a bigger issue than gun violence in this country. That's a problem right there. That's a major problem right there. One out of many, man. One out of many, man. It's got to be some answers, man. It has to be. Guns aren't going anywhere. <laughs> People getting their hands on guns, it's not going anywhere, man. We've been... Hey, when was, when was Columbine? That was in the 90s? 90s. I was in law school. Yeah. Think so about that, like 90, 98. What has changed in about, what is it, 35 years, approximately 30? What has changed? Um, So go go to when they did not re- uh, uh, re-implement, what was it, the Brady Bill? In 94, uh, Clinton 
signed a bill that lasted 10 years, 94-2004, that um, I think it made like automatic weapons illegal, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember what, what type. But gun violence did go down, and it trended downward. And it trended, except for Columbine was the outlier because it wasn't it. But there wasn't a lot of Columbines until after 2004, when your boy, baby Bush, let it expire. In and, 2005 to the present, right. you will see a significant and increase. Here's the problem with, and I get because you got this dude who was blocking stuff and the other chick who's paid, that's another one who's paid by corporations to block things. That should have been one of the first things Democrats did for those two years they had that majority. Mm-hmm. Is reinstate that. Like if you really care, and that's why I say- It wasn't a priority. But that's why we have to get rid of all these people who've been in this 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 this, this muck for all these years. Because once you get rid of that and politicians realize, well, I can't go to the government to become rich, right? They, they'll stay out of politics. So then you'll get people who actually care, not people who are there to get rich. Mm-hmm. So then, then you'll have, and on both sides, you'll have true conservatives. Maybe there are true conservatives out here who are not trying to get rich, who are actually trying to help or feel there should be less government, whatever it is that true conservatives believe in, but we'll fight for the poor people in Tennessee, you know, whatever it is. Until you get rid of all this greed, nothing's gonna change. Nothing. Just and that's back on, That's Democrats, Republicans, that's all, there should be no career politicians. Joe Biden should not, he should be in a retirement home right now. And that's the president I voted for. But I'd rather vote for him than the other people. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't need uh, the Crypt Keeper in 2024. Who that? By Tales from the Crypt. (laughs) Yeah. All right, man. That's the only way you're going to win, though. That's the only way you're going to win. You can't take the chance. Uh, having somebody like Hakeem Jeffries. No, I'm saying on the other side, somebody like Trump or somebody like he gonna lose, dude. The idiot in Florida who is dude is such an idiot. Major, all everything he does is backfiring. It's just it's crazy. Like all these things that he's been celebrated for, now all the effects with Disney, with the colleges, with everything, uh, it's just starting to backfire. Even even the people in 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 that voted for him, they were talking about they had something on there. And the guy was like, "I wish he he would stop fighting Disney and start worrying about like my insurance prices and all these other things that are happening in Florida." Like people were starting to wake up. This guy's full of shit because he changes each way the wind goes. I will come, governor. But he's in politics to get rich. That's the problem because he gets paid by donors to push through by corporations to push through their agenda. Because the agendas he pushed through in Florida only helped the billionaires. He actually pushed through a thing where basically they opened up school vouchers. Before school vouchers were for poor people who wanted to get their kids into private school and it had to be income-based. Like if you made a certain amount of income, you couldn't get your kid into private school. Now he's opened it up to where basically billionaires, millionaires can get school vouchers and send their kids off. So we're basically paying for private school for, for motherfuckers who can afford private school. Yes, that's crazy. But it pushes their agenda. And now those slots in the private schools where maybe one or two, three, four poor kids, poor disadvantaged kids would have got in, now they're going to get pushed out because that's going to be for all the rich kids. Yeah. And then it takes public school money and gives it to the private schools. Now the private school, now the public schools are suffering. See and they saying? can have resource officers and they can have good guys with guns to protect the kids. Yeah. So your question is, what can you do to save kids? Nothing. When the government and the people in charge are draining, siphoning resources from our children and their education. No, it's, it's obvious. It's obvious that they don't care, man. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's obvious. Um, yeah. Just look how much- Look, look how much they put towards military as opposed to public education. Yes. For oh, what? For nothing. But what it does is those private contractors get rich. Their stock goes up. 
Go up those politicians, in. those politicians invest in that stock. That money goes up. They also donate to the campaigns. That's more money. It's all a game, brother. It's definitely a game until, within a game, man. Until, until the masses money. wake up. No money. Until the masses wake up and stop worshiping these billionaires as like good people. Or, or like, like jumping on Elon Musk's dick and shit like that. These people don't care about you. They walk past you, spit on you. In fact, all the shit they pushing through is pushing you down. But you're going to still vote for them. Mm. Go ahead. You're going to vote for the Republican Party. You know, whatever. If it didn't all affect right. my pe- if it didn't affect my people, I say go ahead, fucking die, die, in a, die in a fucking drain because your insurance in Florida went up, your house got fucked up, and you ain't got no way to pay for it. So now your ass out on the fucking ditch in a swamp. Let the alligator eat your ass. Go ahead, dumb motherfucker. Okay, sorry about that. You know, baby, go off. Yeah, and I'm mad because this game man. don't count because it's on back to back. It's a back to back, man. It's a back to back. And all I'm going to hear is these people talking shit about Boston. It's a motherfucking back-to-back. Yeah, they, they get walked right now, man. Milwaukee, yeah, we get walked right now. There's still some time left in the game, but... It's a back-to-back. Yeah, I feel you on that one. It ain't no back-to-backs in the playoffs. Yeah, Boston <laughs> Yeah, Boston had a day off, yeah. days off. Yeah, like, come on. Right. Just like when we played Denver, we playing them on a the back-to-back. Come on, man. All right. Talk fellas. your shit, because we're going to walk everybody. That's it. We're done. We'll talk next week. See everybody. Uh, uh, yep. Yeah. Hey, generate next. Peace. Peace. Peace.